What is going on, family? Yeah, this is how I'm giving it up. Upside Down by Diana Ross in the background. That's how I'm giving it up, you know what I mean? I have a tendency to get classical on y'all. Um, it's just me being me, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a lot more confident on this platform now. Um, I feel that more and more I can open up to my listeners, more and more they can figure out who I am. Um, and they can understand why I think the way I do. I'm cut from a very different cloth, pardon. I'm cut from a very different cloth. That cloth might actually be discontinued. You know what I mean? And that's not on no bragging shit. That's on some real shit. I think totally different than the generation after me and the several generations after me. So it's not on no like, um, on some super arrogant shit. It's just, I'm aware. I'm conscious of the difference between me and, and many others. You know what I mean? Some people will do some sucker shit and I would just look at it and be like, man, all right, y'all on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, like people have send uh, subliminal shots to the platform and I'm just, I just look at them like, oh, okay. That's how you giving it up? That's cool. You know what I'm saying? I never mentioned it before on this platform. I never even mentioned that, that um, other platform that felt it was appropriate um i didn't take it personal i just saw it was some sucker shit and then i was like all right boom because right now what i'm doing with this platform building the platform trying to also build myself as a media personality um i'm on defense and when i see certain things i'll be like oh okay that, that's the time you want and then what i usually would do is i wait to see you while i if i see you in person i want to see what type of energy you want and if it's totally opposite, I'm going to call you out on it. You know what I mean? I'm going to sit back and be like, wait a minute. Weren't you the one that said such and such? Where's that energy at now? You know what I mean? So that's why I'm like super, one, super happy about this platform. I want to say thank y'all to the listeners and the YouTube viewers, man. Um, to, I didn't expect to, the numbers to jump so high. Um, my views surpass the amount of subscribers I have. And, um, that's pretty cool. I wish I had more subscribers. I'm still working on that. But the views on that video, big shout out to, um, Royal T and Stan Michael. The views on that video is going up, man. I mean, it's not like fast and I'm not like it because I'm a relatively small platform. 
You know what I mean? I'm not the biggest platform. You know what I'm saying? And, and these days, um, you, it, you just got to maintain consistency and be patient. Especially these days because a lot of people are very skeptical when it comes to supporting something that they're not a part of. Shit, you even get skepticism with people that were a part of or are a part of the um, movement that you're, you're, you're a part of. Like, it's... It's, um... It's tough. So, at the end of the day, I'm gonna just continue to do what I'm doing. Continue to give y'all, the listeners... Or the viewers, I mean, I don't have a camera on now, but I, I got to start incorporating the viewers because maybe some of my viewers are um, now listeners. Because what I've started to see, I mean, I've noticed it before, but after I posted the video, I started noticing um, old episodes gaining more listens. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what's this? Is this some of the... Um, listeners um actually not listeners the viewers actually like wanting to see what i'm about so they're going back a few episodes to listen and i and i've i've also spoken to my brother he's also told me that he also consumes the podcast differently he's not always on it the day it's released because one he listens to other podcasts and like i guess i'm in a particular type of um cycle that he has there's a particular because he listens to podcasts just like myself a lot so um to to hear him tell me that yeah i'm because i was asking for his opinion on the um conversation with royalty and um stan michael he was like yo i'm kind of behind i still have to listen to the other episodes i was like cool but i'm gonna need you to listen to that episode first because i need your opinion of course he said it was a goodie so that, that made me feel good. And um, to, to find out and actually to see that there's still people listening to the old episodes, you know what I mean? To, I guess they're trying to learn me, if that makes sense. <laughs> I guess they're trying to figure out who I am, what type of brother I am, and how I'm giving it up. And I, like I said, man, I'm, I'm super, super grateful. Um, once again, I almost forgot to do the shout outs. Um, big shout out to our day ones, new listeners, erratic listeners, IG models, BBWs, ballers, shot callers, players, pimps, um, nine to fivers, creators, entrepreneurs, gamers, thickies, slim thick, fit thick, thick thick, thoughts, baddies, rappers, singers, managers, producers, strippers, waiters, bus drivers, Uber and Lyft drivers, painters, activists, social scientists, our YouTube viewers, sanitation workers, and Everybody else I didn't get to name. Shout out to y'all. Um, big shout out. You know what? I want to give a super, super huge shout out to our day one listeners, man. Those who listened to the blast off up until now. I appreciate y'all, man. Because y'all could have left us midway. And y'all stuck through, man. And I, I, I just want to... I just want to expound on my gratitude, man. Because... I don't think I could show, um, not even show, I don't think I could convey how grateful I am for y'all listeners, man. It's like, I truly appreciate y'all because think about it, without y'all, there's no me, there's no Blast Podcast at the end of the day. There's no platform, there's no IG page. 
You know what I'm saying? One thing I wish I could do is um, convert my uh, IG followers to listeners. But I guess that takes time and, you know what I mean, content being con- uh, being uh, disseminated to them. So it's going to take time. Like, like I always hear, entrepreneurs, I speak to a lot of them. They tell me, look, perseverance, patience, and um, consistency. They tell me that all the time. Make sure you remain consistent, which I haven't had a problem with. Make sure I'm patient. I'm a super patient brother. And make sure you're persistent. Make sure you continue to beat them over the head with listening to your platform. And you know what? That's what I've been doing on my IG page. Um, I try to put up a mixed uh, bag of content, um, whether it be funny memes, whether it be... um, Promoting episodes that I that I spoke to um, guests on, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a task, but I'm up for it, man. I'm really trying to become Rockland County's friendly neighborhood media personality. But no, like all jokes aside, I'm really trying to be a media personality. I'm really fucking with this. I'm growing with every episode. Um, oh, big shout out to M O R apparel and voh basketball just in case y'all didn't know please be sure to check out the mor voh basketball experience that's another program that i'm doing my sports um i guess you would call it uh sports commentary sports pod sports casting sports podcasting um i'm pretty much covering the the voh basketball league um right now it's season two uh, season one covered the VOH, VOH ball temp, VOH basketball, VOH ball timber classic, um, and season two is covering VOH basketball's thirty-five and up league. You know, so I'm I'm having so much fun with that. We're two episodes in. Um, if you're listening to this on Sunday, there will be episode three will be releasing on um, Tuesday. And on that one, I don't curse as much as I do on this platform. I try to keep it clean. I try to keep it G-rated because everyone loves sports and everyone should have the opportunity to listen to the podcast with their child because a lot of those dudes have children and maybe they're trying to listen to the podcast while their child is around. So I try to keep it clean as possible. I mean, I don't, I don't even like... I try my best not to speak vulgar. On this platform, on this show, I don't care. Because on on the logo, you see it says parental advisory, explicit content. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm like, I don't care about this this one right here because this is my baby. And um, I made sure that it doesn't come off corporate. I don't want it to be super clean cut, super produced. You know what I mean? So I'm having a blast with this. I don't want to talk too long in the beginning. Um, big shout out, like I said, to MOR Apparel. What up, Z Bling? I see you, King. Um, that's at, follow him on Instagram. That's at MOR underscore Apparel underscore US. Follow him on Twitter. That's MOR Apparel US. Click the link in the bio. Check out the, the gear. It's, it's beautiful, beautiful garments. Great athleisure wear. Check it out. Child line, women's line coming soon. Big shout out to my man Z. Um, also, big shout out to my dude, Brett Bronson, the commissioner of VOH Basketball. 
please be sure to follow VOH Basketball on Instagram. It's a lit page. You'll, you'll truly enjoy it. Um, that's at VOH Basketball. That's pretty straightforward. And subscribe to the YouTube channel, man. Um, they got some games up there, 4K quality. Check it out. It's easy to watch. You can hear the energy. You can you can peep the atmosphere at those games on Sunday, early, uh, late Sunday mornings. Because the games begin at 10. I don't want to say that's an early Sunday. Early Sunday to me is like 7. You know what I mean? But that's just me. I'm the type of dude that wakes up mad early. So I can't wait to go back and cover that. I had a blast that um, that that first week. That's all, that's all. I recap everything from the first week on episode 2. Because episode 1 was a preview episode, basically me explaining what I'll be doing on the um, on that on that program. And and I told him, hey, if you didn't listen to this one, episode two, you might get a little lost because I'm just going right in. And that's exactly what I did. So please be sure to check out the MOR VOH basketball experience, man. We got some great topics for you coming up. I felt that I, I got a good amount, not a good amount, a good mix of current events. There's some sad stories. Um, there's some real stories, and there's some stories of triumph on here. So, man, on this episode, I want to I wanna call it protect your energy. You know what I mean? Because that's what it's about at the end of the day, protecting your energy, taking care of self, self-preservation. You know what I'm saying? So, um, are we about to get into this ad, and uh, we'll be right back, all right? The Last Life Gaming Network is an over-the-top platform catering to the gamer. With numerous options upon launch, the LLGN will provide you with countless choices to start your experience. Shows such as collections, IRL, party games, playthroughs, and GUI, gaming under the influence, as well as highlights of Twitch and Mixer live streams, the network will have you itching for more. LLGN Sports will provide sports coverage as well as sports-related topics. With an interactive live stream schedule, the network will provide you with many reasons to be a part of our Last Life community. Make sure to subscribe to the Last Life Gaming Network on YouTube when it drops in the fall of 2019. Are you ready to be a Last Lifer? Welcome back, family. It is I, it is me, Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality. Um, <clears throat> thank you for listening, as always. Um, I just wanted to talk about a few things before I get into like the real, real topics, because I was doing a few things before I started recording this. And um, one of them was uh, I watched the uh, Who Killed Malcolm X doc on Netflix. Very, very well put together. Um, for those of you who haven't watched it, I'm going to give y'all probably the end of this month because I really do want to talk about this doc in detail. Like, I think I want to dedicate like one of the episodes to that documentary so I can really, really like give my opinion on the doc. I really, I've really enjoyed the documentary. So don't think it's going to be like a bashing campaign. Um, I just want to cover some of the things that they discussed and some of the information that was um disseminated through that plat through that platform through that uh documentary because a lot of that a lot of those things i didn't know 
Like there was a, because I studied Malcolm X. So there was a lot of it I did know about, but there were some portions of it I didn't know about. I didn't know that, oh, no, no, okay. I, I was about to, I was about to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. I really want a lot of y'all to check that out. I want, actually, I want all the listeners to check it out. Um, please be sure to, it's on Netflix. I think it's called Who Shot, Who Killed or Who Shot Malcolm I think I believe it's called Who Killed Malcolm X. And um, it's a very powerful documentary. I think it's about six episodes, six episodes long. Very powerful. Um, what I liked about it was the guy that, I would say was the main character, I guess. I, I don't want to use the word character because he was he's a he's a real life person. Um he has a family, he uh, he lives a day-to-day life um just like me and you, but that's why I don't want to use the word character and I don't want to use the word actor because it's a documentary, he wasn't acting, but like the main guy, I'll say. He was very passionate about um Malcolm X and about this documentary. So once, once I see there's a lot of passion put into a project, it already intrigues me from the gate. And like I said, I was a, not I was, I am a huge Malcolm X advocate. And some, some of the information that, that was um, being disseminated, I was, it kind of made me uncomfortable hearing it. But it made sense because Malcolm X was a young man and he went through a lot of um, growing pains. So... I had to accept that. I had to look at it as stop um, romanticizing the idea of Malcolm X. Malcolm X was a man just like myself, and he also made mistakes and did things. Um, maybe there were other ways of handling things, but that man was going through a lot. And it was at a tumultuous time for uh, black people in America. You know what I mean? So it, it, they were dealing with the whole Jim Crow craziness, and it, it's... It's just bananas, the things that that man endured and was still able to uh, poetically dismantle the United States government and the power structure itself. So it's it's just beautiful. That's why I feel that I want to dedicate an episode to the um, to that documentary. I don't know when I'm going to do that. I'll probably pre-record it and just drop it on a on a time when I feel like dropping it because like I said, it's a Netflix documentary, so you guys can watch that whenever, and I'll probably just drop an episode on it um, soon come, because the next episode, as I um, I will announce later, because I was thinking about it, I was contemplating if I was going to announce my guests for the next episode, but um, I, I think I'll, I'll announce them later. I'm not sure. I'm still contemplating that. I'll get back to you at that, but it won't be the next episode was my point. Um, because my next episode is going to be for the uh, March visual. Uh, please be sure to check out, check that out. Um, subscribe to the Onslaught Multimedia YouTube page. Subscribe to the Onslaught Multimedia YouTube page and turn on the post notifications, please, so you're always informed on what new content is being uploaded to the uh, channel. Because um, right there, I'm still trying to build that channel. I believe I only have like. 30-something subscribers. I'm going to be completely transparent with y'all. Um, I'm hoping I can get some of y'all to uh, subscribe to Onslaught Multimedia. And um, watch the February visual. It was a great conversation. Um, even if you heard the audio with me, Royalty, and um, Stan Michael, check out the video. Peep me do my thing. Um, 
in in like in in on in live in front of camera, and then turn on the post notifications when you subscribe, and uh, watch the March visual. You know that's gonna be a great episode. I'm yeah, I'm really contemplating because I'm 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 almost intrigued to um not intrigued. I'm almost moved to um tell you who the guests are now. But I, I let me think about that. But yeah, like it's not gonna be the next episode. It might even be like three four episodes from now. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's probably going to be in between. It's going to be in between the March and April. No, it's going to be between the, yeah, between the March and April visual. I'm going to do it because um, I feel that I should, you know what? I might even just dedicate the episode to Malcolm X. I'm not sure. It's, 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 it's just, like I said, I'm, I studied Malcolm X. I read a lot of books on Malcolm X, so I know his story. So to, to have that documentary put out there to add on to what I already knew if I felt I felt moved to um, dedicate an episode to that documentary, I think I'm going to dedicate it to the documentary itself. So I can't wait to do that. Um, something else that I got into, man. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it on a previous episode before. I've been listening to to um, two albums lately. Uh, well, this this weekend I was just I was murdering uh, Royce the Five Nines album. Uh, uh, allegory oh my god it's an amazing amazing album um big shout out to Royce the five nine this is not an ad this is just me um as a consumer just enjoying the work of art that Royce the five nine put out there I mean to hear Royce the five when Royce the five nine released book of Ryan I was like okay he's taking his pen to another level because I always respected Royce the Five Nines pen, like I, I, I used to be like, I used to cape for uh, Royce the Five Nine because a lot of people used to um, play him because I feel Royce is very underrated because Royce should be up there with a lot of the legendary MCs that are up there. I mean, fine, he's done some questionable things in his career, but name a rapper that hasn't, you know what I'm saying? And Royce has always been consistent with his pen, so I mean. I have the utmost, the highest and utmost respect for Royce the Five Nine, and um, to hear Allegory, oh my goodness, I don't know how many times I listened to that album. I mean, from the intro to hear Derek Grace on a Royce the Five Nine album, I was just like, yes, like this, this is like, uh, the marriage of hip hop and, not even a marriage, I would say a reacquainting of hardcore hip hop and consciousness. I loved it. I loved it. It took me back to the like, a lot of y'all are going to be like, who is he talking about? Like the X-Clans, the Poor Righteous Teachers, the, the um, oh, like the, the, the Talib Kweli's, the, the, um, the Most Deaths, like those MCs that were conscious, but they still brought the fire. So to hear, just to hear Derek Grace on, on the intro, because I heard some of the songs that Royce was putting, the Little Lucy's, the singles that Royce put out there, um, Overcomer and uh, Upside Down, and I hear I was hearing the content he was spitting on Eminem's album about uh, segregation and the difference between segregation and separation. I was like, yes, Royce, get in that bag because you have that platform and you are definitely the MC I want. Um, carrying that flag you know what I mean you like you're one of them black thought is definitely another brother Nas has 
has also um, been one of those guys that I like to carry that flag for us. And now Jay-Z is carrying that flag. But although a lot of people are questioning him carrying that flag because a lot of people question his, um, I guess, genuine genuineness i don't know if that's even a word i think i just made up a word uh, but a lot of people question if he's genuine in carrying that flag and i think he is i think jay is um genuine but you know a lot of people will try to argue me down and be like oh he's just doing it to uh, profit off of consciousness and i'm like I, I mean i don't know i don't know the man personally but um i know that he he's carrying that flag and he's doing what he has to do you know what i mean not too many people at his stature is getting um, a platform like the NFL to cough up uh, a couple hundred million, well, a hundred million um, for the next 10 years. Like I said, I'm going to get into all that soon, but I just wanted to discuss Royce's album and I've went off in a tangent there, but I just wanted to discuss some of the things I was doing. And I was, one of them was listening to The Price of Tea in China from Boldy James and um, listening to uh, Royce's album, man, Allegory, oh, man. If you're a Royster 5-9 album and you... if No, I'm sorry. If you're a Royster 5-9 fan or a Royster 5-9 consumer and you don't like this album, you're a fool. <laughs> I know that's my opinion. Of course, I'm going to be subjective at times. You're a fool, in my humble opinion. Um, if you haven't listened to Allegory and you are a Royster 5-9 fan, consumer, whatever word you like to use, check this album out. Um... It's a, to me, it's a perfect sequel to the Book of Ryan. Um, he has a song called Hero. And I wouldn't say in response to the song Cocaine, but it's also an apology for that song Cocaine. And I love that song Cocaine from the Book of Ryan. And he has a song called, I think it's the last song on the album called Hero, where he's talking to his father and he's saying that maybe I should have spoke to you first before putting out that record. That's pretty much what he was apologizing for because I don't want people to, to hear the song and think that um, he he um, he is apologizing for what he was saying. He apologized that he just sprung the song up out of nowhere and, you know, maybe the dad, the father listened to the song and was like, Dag, if he felt like this, he should have just at least spoke to me first. And Royce acknowledged that. And it's a great song. Like I said, the album period is just it's just fire, man. I haven't stopped listening to it. So please be sure. Oh, oh, and this is not an ad. You know, Royce is not paying me for this. Royce has no idea who the hell I am. But I'm just someone that has a platform and has a little audience that's listening. And I want that audience to check out Royce's album. You know what I mean? So please be sure to check out Allegory. Also check out Boldy James's album, um, The Price of Tea in China, produced by The Alchemist. An amazing project. Boldy James is an amazing artist. I remember the first time I heard him, it was on an Alchemist project, Yacht Rock 2. This is when I first heard him, and it was called Ocean Prime. And I'm like, yo, who is this? Because I, at first I thought it was GLC, but I was like, nah, this is not GLC. And then I heard, and I was like, yo, this dude is nice. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo. And then I started listening more. I started checking for him more and more, and then he dropped the Bold Face EP. And I was like, all right, I want a little more. What, what else he got? And then... The Price of Tea in China dropped. I was like, all right, this kid is serious, man. So Boldy James, Boldy James is serious. So please be sure to check out that album too. That's also not an ad. He has no idea who I am. Um, he, he probably doesn't even know that this platform exists. So um, don't think this is some type of check that I'm getting to discuss these albums. But 
I just wanted to discuss these albums because I wanted to talk about something I was doing before uh, I got into um, recording this. And, you know, there's some... I wanted to discuss a few, like, lighthearted things before I start getting into this topic, just the, these topics, because I have a few topics where it, it incorporates... Um, it incorporates death, you know what I mean? First, we're going to talk about probably the the biggest death probably that took place this week because it affected a lot of people in particularly in particular the the younger the younger generation um uh pop smoke was uh fatally shot in uh hollywood hills home invasion bashar jackson properly known as uh pop smoke was shot dead in his house during a robbery the welcome to the party um he he had a big record to me to me at least Last last summer he he owned the summer, I mean if you if you don't count old uh, old town road a lot of people didn't really rock with that record like that. He had probably the record of the summer with Welcome to the Party. You know what I mean? Um, that was off the Meet the Woo mixtape, and then he had the Meet the Woo Volume Two mixtape that um, I think I dropped earlier this year. No, I think it dropped late last year. I'm not sure. Um, because I, I'm not going to sit here in front like I was a huge Pop Smoke fan, but I was paying attention. Because he, like, the way he attacked the music, it was different. And I fucked with it. You know what I'm saying? But he wasn't really, he was making drill music. And I don't really blast drill music all the time. Like, I got to be in the mood for it. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm working out, I'm listening to that drill music. And that's how I found out about pop smoke that's how i found out about welcome to the party actually i was at the gym and i don't i don't remember what playlist i was listening to on spotify and um it came on and i'm like yo what's this because i'm like i'm going hard with my reps and i'm like yo what's this welcome to the party joint who's pop smoke and then i started checking for him and i'm like oh all right he's got a sound you know what i mean he got something going for himself and to hear that um he was fatally shot in a home invasion. It's it's sad, you know. Um, obviously, a lot of people rocked with Pop Smoke. A lot of the younger kids rocked with Pop Smoke because when the news was um released, it was like, oh man. You know, I seen pictures. I seen people's actual actual like run-ins with Pop Smoke, and so I was like, okay, so this is really affecting them, just like um. When Mac Miller passed, or uh, what's that brother's name? Extentation passed. I hope I said his name right. I, I hope I didn't butcher his name in, in, in his passing. But um, I seen it. It affected a lot of people. It didn't really affect me like that because, like I said, I didn't really listen to the Brooklyn drill music like that unless I'm working out. So y'all got y'all got my time. It's just y'all don't have a lot of it. You know what I'm saying? So big big R.I.P. to Pop Smoke. My my condolences go out to his family. Um, from what I read, f some reports I read, families working with the police to bring in the culprits that um, that uh, murdered uh, Pop Smoke. So I mean, you, you're hearing a lot of stories now. Me, I don't really try to throw all the little theories and stories and uh, misinformation that's out there. I like to wait things out. Um, like I said, the only thing I'm reporting now is that. His family is working with the police to find the culprits. And I don't have a problem with that. That man's life was taken. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm hearing a lot of street rumors, but I'm not going to throw that out there yet. I'm going to wait for like official reports to come out there and um, I'll put them out there for y'all to hear. If y'all want to follow the theories and all that, just Google it. It's it's even on social media. Just look around on social media. I guarantee you'll find some rumors, but I'm not into chasing um, rumors and misinformation. That's just not how I get down. And that's not how I want this platform to be recognized as. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely going to keep y'all posted for sure on the Pop Smoke um, situation of him passing and all that. So please be sure I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep my eye on that. And I'm not going to be reporting none of the conspiracy theories and all that. Um, another person that passed away, I don't know if I'm saying her name correctly, Jeanette Dubois. Um, that's a actress, singer, songwriter, dancer. Best known for her portrayal of Walona Woods of Good Times. A lot of y'all probably, uh, Good Times was ahead of your time because Good Times was on when I was a kid. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 39 years old, so... I was a kid a while ago. <laughs> so that show was super popular in the 70s. Um, it was uh, f uh, featuring, um, oh, what's that brother's name? Amos Wilson? Not Amos Wilson. Oh, man. I can't believe I can't remember his name right now. I'm going to get the information right now for y'all family. But it was a popular 70s show. Um, it featured a character named JJ, you know what I mean? Always said dynamite. And it was basically about a, a family... In the in the in the hood, you know, living their everyday life. It was one of those feel good black shows that that was on on um on TV at the time, and uh, she was on there as the gossip bird of the neighborhood. It was a sitcom. Um, she was like the gossip bird of the neighborhood, and she was fine. She was a beautiful, beautiful black woman. Um, so it was it was sad to hear that she had passed away. Um, that she had transitioned. Um, Jim, it starred Jimmy. It starred Jimmy Walker. Um, Bernadette Stannis, John Amos. That was the name I was trying to remember. It started John Amos, Ralph Carter, Esther Rowe. Um, it, it was a lot of great black talent on there. And Johnette, as I said, uh, Johnette Dubois, Johnette, Johnette or Janet Dubois um, passed away. Um, I even saw Janet Jackson, who also was featured on that show, um, send her condolences to the family of Johnette Dubois and saying her rest in peace and... Um, it was sad. Uh, she was born on uh, August 5th, 1945, and she transitioned on February 18th, 2020. Many paid homage. Uh, she did voice work on the uh, WB series, The PJs, if you remember that show. Um, I believe that was an Eddie Murphy show that he was uh, producing. I, I, if I remember that correctly, that's just me coming off the top. And she also composed and sang the theme song for the Jeffersons, moving on up. So she was a very talented woman, um, but uh, she transitioned. Um, she, she's with the ancestors now, and I, I felt that I had to cover that because um, she she passed away, and uh, I felt that many should look into her and possibly become inspired. For example, a great person that I feel um, should look into her more is uh, probably Royal T, who's um, just did her thing, did her acting thing this weekend. Um, big shout out to Royal T. Make sure y'all check out that visual, man. It was super fun. Um, Royalty spit some bars. Even Stan Michael spit some bars. So they're they're official friend of the, friends of the show, and they're featured on um sixteen or better, which is also a series featured on the Onslaught Multimedia cha channel. So please check it out, man. I believe I got about three installments there. Um, I have um, I have the brother Jelani Jeffries on there. I have uh, Royalty, and I also have Stan Michael on there. So I'm gonna try and get some. I mean, the more guests I have. 
the more guests that um that that MC, the more guests that I have on there, I'll get them to rap for the platform, and then I'll put it out there for the world to see, man. That's this is why I do it. I do it for y'all, man, because this is a podcast that covers the entertainment industry, tries to educate and also entertain at the same time. So I'm just gonna try to keep maintain that um maintain those connections and those correlations. Um, another. Uh, really, really sad, really, really, really sad. It affected the community that I live in. It affected Rockland County. It affected uh, Spring Valley, which is a 5, 10, 15 minute ride from where I live in Nyack. Um, there was a fatal, there was a fatal uh, library stabbing. Out of all places, somebody gets attacked in the library. Uh, 52-year-old Sandra Wilson died after uh, being repeatedly stabbed inside a library in Spring Valley where she was a security guard. Um, the stabbing took place at the uh, Finkelstein Mem Memorial Library just after 2 p.m. Stabbed by a 25-year-old man that witnesses say they've had previous interactions with. They, I'm saying that they've had previous interactions with each other, I should say. I apologize. I misspoke. His name is uh, Blanchard Glauden. I, I'm hoping I'm saying that correctly. Whom, say, who, who, whom some say... He was there all the time. Currently, uh, the motive was unknown. Um, um, all I, what I found out later was that um, that Wilson requested that he turn the music down on his phone, um, and I guess he, he he got upset. And his response was that heinous attack that took her life. You know what I mean? Currently, he's in custody. Uh, he's facing second degree murder charges. And he's being held without bond. Um, I, it's just super sad that she got her life taken away because she was just doing her job. You know? And obviously, um, Blanchard, Garden, Garden, I don't, I don't know if I'm saying that name correctly, suffering from some sort of mental, mental health issue. You know? Uh, from what I understand, he was convicted of I'm not sure if it was rape or sexual assault. I believe it was rape. I'm not sure. I don't I don't remember. And he got he slipped through because of a technicality, uh legal technicality, and he, he was released and he was out on the streets and he took this um this lady's life, man. And but the thing was this lady was I wouldn't say she was like popular, but she was very well known. A lot of people are affected by this. Um, a lot of people were devastated by this because I know a few people that worked with her. I know a few people that worked that knew her personally. But me, I never had any interactions with this woman. But I knew a lot of other people that did. You know, I might have. I, I probably would have crossed the cross paths or cross crossed paths with her on the street, just walked by each other. You know, I wouldn't know. But like to hear and to see how many people were devastated by this death. And I mean many different communities. I mean like the Jewish community, the Haitian community, just the entire Spring Valley community all together. Rockland County, period, all together because there were people from Haverstraw hitting me up like, yo, this is sad. I know this woman. She was super nice. You know what I mean? So it's, it's crazy that she got her life taken being stabbed multiple times because some dude didn't like... Um, the way she said, turn the music down or didn't like that she told him that. From what I've read, some reports I've read that 
he even had at times he even came on to her. You know, I don't know if he was being funny. You know what the the younger generation does these days? It does the trolling thing. I don't know if that's what he was doing or if he was serious. Because like I said earlier, he was convicted of. Um, so I wasn't sure if it's sexual assault or rape. I don't want to misquote um, what happened to him because you know that's that's uh, false reporting and that's not the type of type of time I'm on. So I'm not sure, but I know he was. He was convicted of something and he was arrested for it and he got out through a technicality and, and it's kind of sad. Um, I just want to send a huge RIP shout out to uh, Sandra Wilson. Peace, love and light and all my condolences to her family and friends and everyone that was affected by this. It's just sad that she went out like that. Um it's, the thing is, I'm affected by it, and I just never, I never met the woman, you know what I mean? And I'm affected by it, because, like, to see my friends and, and acquaintances affected by this death, I'm like, wow. Wow. You know, she had a, a vigil, um, I believe, um, the day after. I don't have the day it took place. I apologize for that. But it was just, it, it's just sad that... Um, this took place and she lost her life over her doing her job. She was just telling the uh, young brother, look, man, the music's too loud. You're in a library. Like, you know what type of atmosphere the library is. It's, it, it's got to be quiet, you know, so people can study, so people can do their thing. It's not about you. And, and um, he took her life. And that's fucking sad, man. That is super, super sad. So, um... I just got to get off this death stuff. Um, you know what they say, death comes in threes. So I covered I covered those three, and um, I'm good on that right now. <laughs> you know, um, like I said, peace, love, and light, and, and condolences to all, all those families that are affected by those three deaths, Pop Smoke, uh, Johnette Dubois, and uh, Sandra Wilson. Um, and I hope that dude, uh, Blanchard Glauden, gets um, mental health um, help. People check out his mental illness because what people don't realize, anger, anger is a mental health issue. And for him to react on that impulse the way he did, there's something not right in his head. And um, I hope I hope they get him help. And and uh, I mean, he's definitely going under the jail. That's a fact. Uh, but I, I hope he gets help. I hope he gets help. But um, segueing out of um, out of death, let's get into um, a more lighter note. Big shout out to Lizzo. She went platinum. She's certified platinum for the "Cause uh, I Love Cause I Love You" album. I just wanted to send a a huge shout out to her for that. Big big shout out to Lizzo. That's a great success. Especially if you noticed, I've been covering a lot of the attacks on her, and um, I guess it's worked and then in a way for her because of course she's going to stand up and defend herself and you know her fans are going to have her back regardless and I guess that that uh that those 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 attacks on her because of her weight not fired up but it garnered more attention her way 
And I guess people started actually checking her music and they actually liked it. She's talented. She, she makes good music. People like her music. You know what I mean? And like I said, you don't know what she's going through when it, when it comes to her weight. You know what I mean? You don't know what, um, what, what she goes through on a day-to-day basis. Like, um, I follow Lizzo now. And she had made a post where somebody was standing with their arms out and she put me. And she represented her insecurities and she had put something else in there and she jumped on that person. And the person fell back. And I was like, see, I knew she probably has her own things that she's dealing with subconsciously and consciously. So who are you to sit there and, and attack her because of her weight? Who are you? Who are you to body shame her? You know what I mean? And I, I recently, I think she went on a, uh, I don't know if it was a rant or a tangent about people body shaming her. And I don't know if it was like a indirect response to not just uh, Boyce Watkins and the other lady that had something to say, but just um, people in general. But she was targeting men the most because, you know, men men have a tendency to be uh, misogynistic and piggish when it comes to 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 um, the BBWs. Me, I love the BBWs. You know what I mean? I, I don't have a problem with the BBWs. You come here, baby girl. You bring your big, beautiful self over here. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem with BBW. So, like, I've seen a lot of people were butthurt about what she was saying. And I was like, hmm, hmm. Only a struck dog barks. Like, that. when people say that, some people don't understand what that means. The meaning of that is um, the only time a dog makes a noise, like, for instance, I throw a rock in a, at a group of dogs. The only dog that's going to make a noise is the dog that gets hit. Meaning, um, not hypothetically, metaphorically is my words, my truth is the rock. And whoever gets affected by my words or my truth is going to say something. They're going to make that noise. So that's what that means. So if, if what she said bothered you, maybe you fit those shoes. You know what I'm saying? So... I, li- I like to see Lizzo doing what she's doing. I- I- I'm going to pay attention to her career for as long as she's around. And um, I hope she endeavors in the other things. You know, maybe she can get in her acting bag or, you know, whatever. I, I just like to see um, black excellence. And um, I'm not here to judge anyone based on their body. I- I- I'm going gonna- I'm gonna- I'm to check you out and base whatever I feel about you on your talent first. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, congrats to big... Big Lizzo, big beautiful, big baby girl, my BBW. Big shout out to you, Lizzo. Keep doing your thing. Don't listen to the haters. Don't let them body shame you. They don't know what you're going through, love. So huge shout out to you. Um, Let's go on to another uh, woman that I admire. Uh, Tiana Taylor. Uh, Singer, songwriter, actress, dancer, choreographer, video director, model, and reality television star will be giving an in-depth look at her Red Bull Music Festival New York performance. Um, It's a, I think this is a series that Red Bull has. It's called Assembly Required, and it's called uh, Tiana Taylor's House of Petunia. Um, It goes behind the scenes to the run-up to her show at the 2019, yes, Red Bull Music Festival in New York. Um, A trailer for the the hour-long documentary was available on YouTube and Red Bull TV and the actual 
the actual doc is available on Red Bull TV and Red Bull's YouTube channel on February 20th. So if you are a Tiana Taylor fan like I am, check it out. Um, I haven't checked it out yet, but you know I will. I love Tiana Taylor. I love what and everything she does. Um, the documentary with her and Iman is super dope because uh, it's, it's, it's real. It's organic. They're not going to go out there and play themselves in front of the camera. And um, it, it's a great show. And you can see that they're really into each other. This ain't no like, okay, let's let's put on for the camera, and then once they leave, we we can't stand each other. We're at each other's throats. It's um it's it's super dope. So, um, I wish her nothing but success. Tiana Taylor, uh, Tiana Assembly Required. Tiana Taylor's House of Petunia available right now on Red Bull TV and Red Bull's YouTube channel. Um, it's an hour long. Check it out. I'm gonna do the same thing. Kanye and EMI. If you remember, I was covering that for a minute. Um, I think the last time I reported on it was in January. Um, They had come to a... They had reached an agreement... or They they had reached a tentative agreement on January 13th. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, The on-again, off-again lawsuit with West from EMI has officially reached a conclusion... Like I said, a tentative agreement was reached on January 13th, and both sides had until February 14th, Valentine's Day, to raise any objections. No objections were raised, and besides requesting that the case be dismissed with prejudice, West's lawyers and EMI's lawyers indicated that neither party would had would be held responsible for the other's legal fees. So that's probably the only detail that came out about this reconciliation between um, Kanye and EMI. I don't don't know if I should use the word reconciliation because I don't think Kanye is going to um, work with them again. Um, I believe that he just wanted his publishing and he got it. Um, I guess they reached an agreement where both parties felt they were compensated. And um, I believe Kanye will be having his publishing back. So I, I wanted to cover that because... Um, that battle was intriguing to me to see the battle with a publisher, publishing company and the creative bumping heads like that. And I felt that I had an obligation for those of you who are creators and, um, entrepreneurs that protecting your IP is important. And I felt that this, this, uh, certain topic, this certain situation with Kanye West and EMI was a great example of that. And I had to cover that for y'all. You know, because that's what I do here. I, I cover current events, and I, I feel that some of these current events that I am covering, I like to target it where the creative is involved because I felt I feel that'll intrigue you more. Like, you know, because I could sit here and talk about all the news that takes place, and you'll be completely bored with it. You know, so when I try to put these episodes together, I try to grab topics that, You'll be like, oh, shoot, yeah, that Kanye West EMI situation is crazy. What happened to that? You know what I mean? Because it's been a month since I last discussed that. Some of y'all are probably like, oh, or probably forgot about it. You know what I mean? Because a lot of us suffer from episodic memory. So a lot of y'all probably forgot about the Kanye West EMI thing. I mean, I just kept an eye on it the whole time. You know what I mean? Like I've been keeping my eye on, a, on several cases, like the next one, which is a perfect segue. Jussie Smollett. Yeah, I thought I was done discussing this guy. I, I no, I 
I swear to you, I thought I was done talking about Jesse, man. I really thought I was done talking about this dude. But guess what? I hope I'm saying their last names right. Remember those Nigerian brothers that were involved with the attack? Um, now they're hoping that, not even hoping, they, say, they said that they're praying that Jesse Smollett tells the truth. Because these, were, these guys were inside. They were involved with this pseudo, this, uh, I, I don't want to use the word pseudo, this, um, this, this, false, this false attack, this false narrative that he was attacked by MAGA hat wearing, MAGA hat wearing uh, homophobic racists. And, and the thing is, if he comes out and tells that truth, I'm sure there'll be some people that'll forgive him, but he will get killed. And we don't know what Jesse Smollett is going through. Think about it. After this whole situation came out, people were very skeptical about it. And now the, the uh, case is no longer sealed and all these videos are out and, and people are finding out this information. It's like, bro, like you are wilding right now. Just tell the truth. Get it over with. So the, the, the Osundaro brothers, I hope I said that right. I don't know if I said that right. It's spelled O-S-U-N-D-A-I-R-O. So I say, I say the Osundaro brothers are hoping Smollett reveals the truth about his alleged hate crime hoax on himself. When asked if they would testify, they stated that they would do what needs to be done. We're actually praying for Jesse. We're praying that he builds up the courage to finally tell the truth. I believe they told TMZ that with their lawyer there. So they weren't playing with TMZ. They said, if you're going to speak to us, you're going to speak to us with our lawyer around. So it's, it's, it's sad. But I mean, since the, since the story broke, I was very skeptical about it. Because when I, no, let me tell the truth. When I first heard it, when it was when I first seen it happen, I was like, "Oh, that's trash." Although I don't agree with the homosexual alternative lifestyle, I mean that's that's them. I don't do that. It's just I have my own personal feelings about that. I, I'm not gonna physically attack somebody because they're part of that lifestyle. I'm not gonna verbally attack that somebody because they're part of that lifestyle. So when I heard the news initially. I was like, oh, that's whack. That's whack that they, they called him out his name because of the color of his skin and that they attacked him because he was a homosexual. That's when I initially heard the story, when I started getting the details, when I started seeing the reports. And I'm like, when, when, with the reports, I'm funny because I don't buy everything the reports say. What I look for in the multiple reports from different sources, from different people's from different people that from different people that have that come from different paradigms. And what I do is I take that those reports and look at the things that are said that match. Basically I look I know how to differentiate from opinion and truth. You know what I mean? I can I can do that. I, I'm very I was blessed to have that. A lot of people can't tell the difference between truth from fact and opinion. And I was blessed to do that. Um, to see the details and then figure out like, yo, I don't think this sounds right. This don't even look right. Wait, when the police got there, 
a couple hours later, he still had the noose around his neck? That don't, that don't sound right. And I want y'all to go check out the videos, please. The videos are available somewhere. I, I thought I saw the videos on YouTube. Um, the videos are out of when the police um, went to Jussie Smollett's place. And he still had the white, I believe the noose was white. Or maybe that because the lights were bright, it looked white. I'm not sure it looked white. And um, he still had the noose around his neck. So I was like, that's crazy. So actually seeing it on video, to me, made it even crazier. So when I started, like I, like I was saying before I went off on my little tangent, I saw the details and I was like, something's not right. And then when I started hearing more and more reports, and then I started to hear some rumors about what actually took place, I was like, okay, he's fronting. This, this couldn't have happened. This couldn't have happened. So hopefully he tells the truth, man. And I'm going to say firsthand, if he does tell the truth and it does turn out to be a hoax, I am roasting him on this platform. I'm just letting y'all know now. So when you hear me do the roasting of Jesse Smollett, um, don't be shocked. I told you now. I'm going to roast him and I'm going to have fun. I don't care what y'all say. I'm going to have mad fun with that roasting of Jesse Smollett, man. Um, <laughs> Kevin Hart. I think I discussed this also on this platform. Y'all remember he had the um, lawsuit with the sex tape that the, I forgot her name, Montia Sabag, I think her name was. She was alleging that um, Kevin Hart set her up to be on this sex tape and this, that, and the third. And Kevin Hart's like, no. My friend was trying to extort me and you happen to be in the middle of it. And I guess she wasn't seeing any results. So she's just throwing like everybody under the bus. Like, look, you were a part of it. You were a part of it. I'm someone that did, had no idea this was happening. My life is ruined. What the fuck is good? So now more details has come out on the case. Kevin Hart is demanding the dismissal of a lawsuit filed against him by his sex partner. Um, Hart is calling on the judge overseeing his sex partner i'm sorry his sex tape partner hart is calling on the judge overseeing the case to throw the dispute out of court due to a legal technicality because he wasn't properly served with he probably he was he wasn't properly served the legal notice he argues the process server simply threw a set of papers out of a car window in the view of a security guard who was located outside the gate to the house a ruling has yet to be made um with this, this is interesting because he might have something here. It depends on how the judge um, feels about this case. Um, if it's just a big, big waste of time, they might take this technicality and be like, you know what? He has a point. But I don't know because there is a tape out there. There is evidence out there. Maybe the judge will be like, no, we got to seek justice. What's good? What's going on here? Um, Kevin Hart still stands by that, um, oh, what's that guy's name? I think it's like JT Jackson or something. That man was, is, it was, is steady trying to, um, extort him. And the tape was a, uh, one of the ways he was trying to extort him. It was, from what I understand, it was like his former best friend or, or something like that. It's crazy. That whole situation with, uh, Kevin Hart. So, um, we'll see what goes on with that. Like, like I always do, I'm going to keep you posted on that situation, just like I've kept you posted on the Kanye West joint and the others. Uh, so 
Next topic, we're going to go back into uh, music. Still in the entertainment world. This episode was definitely entertainment world-based. I think I only covered one topic that wasn't in the entertainment world, and that was um, Sandra Wilson. Um, Method Man and Havoc. Um, this is a rumor, though. Um, is allegedly working on an album. They've worked with each other before, so I won't be shocked if this rumor is true. Um, I would love to hear a Method Man and Havoc album. Even with Havoc spitting bars, too. I would love to hear that, man. It would be a great contribution to hip-hop if, if this rumor is true. If this rumor is true that Method Man and Havoc are working on an album together, I want in. Take my fucking money now. I want in. Method Man bars over Havoc beats and Havoc features. Y'all are wildin'. Unless it's like a joint album and every song, they're, they're, it's both of them um, exchanging bars. I'm with that too. You know what I mean? So it's, I would love to get this. I think as a hip-hop fan, someone that's been about part of the culture for about 30 years, I've been listening to hip-hop since 88. Sorry, 32 years. You know what I mean? So to get that contribution from Method Man and Havoc of Mob Deep? Are you kidding me? Hell yeah, I want that. I want all of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yes, yeah, so if, if that rumor is true, I'm all for it. And I wouldn't be shocked. You know, um, we're getting a lot of joint albums. You heard just uh, last week, I believe I discussed it. Jay Alec may be having like, it's sort of like a joint album with Jay-Z. Speaking of Jay Alec, I heard a song with uh, Dave East, uh, 070 PHI and, uh, and Jay Electronica. It was kind of tough, man. I liked it. I liked what I heard. I hope that's going to be on the, on the project that's uh, releasing soon. So amazing, amazing stuff, man. Um, 3-6 Mafia. They have announced a reunion tour. Uh, their first date is on March 6th. Get it? 3-6. It's in Denver. Um, I haven't seen no New York or New Jersey dates as of yet. I'll keep y'all posted on that if you are a 3-6 Mafia fan and, and you would like to go to the concert, their reunion tour, um, if it comes through to, to this area. I know they're doing shows in New Orleans and North Carolina and it's with the No Limit Soldiers. So that's... That's gonna be a dope. That's gonna be a dope show. I love Three Six Mafia. I grew up on Three Six Mafia. I know a lot of y'all be like, "Wait, you you from New York? You're a purist, ain't you?" I heard. I heard some of the shit that you listen to, and I was like, "Yeah, I listen to that South shit too." Don't get it twisted. Like, I love that shit. You know what I mean? I never, I never, I never limited myself to just the East Coast region. I listen to all that shit. You know what I mean? To me, it's like. Why listen to one type of mu one, one, one type of music or one type of hip hop? To me, that's like just watching one type of movie. Why limit myself? I, I live a life to where um, I want to enjoy it to the fullest. So if that includes me listening to some other type of hip hop that that still resonates with me, I'm gonna do it. So it is, it is what it is. So if they do have a New York, New Jersey date, I'm, I think I'm gonna even try and go out to that. So that's gonna be dope. Um, and of course, more dates will be announced, so I can't wait to see if they do have a little East Coast. When I see they in North Carolina, and I see, well, I wouldn't consider Ohio uh, East Coast, but it's close. You know what I mean? It's the Midwest, so it's close. I, I, I'm going to keep my eye on that. And uh, the last topic I wanted to touch on, you know, because I don't like uh, talking to y'all to death. Um, it's a movie that um, Ice Cube will be starring in. Um, he's going to be... His co-star will be Ryan Destiny. She will be portraying Clarissa T-Rex Shields. 
It's a movie called Flint Strong. Ice Cube is the star. And the new film centered around the 24-year-old Olympic gold medalist Clarissa T-Rex Shields. Cube is known as uh, O'Shea Jackson, as you all should know. He's set to portray Shields' coach uh, Justin Crutchfield. Like I said, Ryan Destiny will co-star and will be portraying Shields. Uh, movie is currently in pre-production, so I can't wait to see that. Um, I'm a huge fan of Clarissa Shields. I love her toughness in the ring. Um, I believe there's a documentary on her on uh, Netflix as well. Uh, and uh, shows her come up. So to see that they're actually making a movie on her story, huge kudos to her. I hope she is producing the project and she's getting some money off her story. Um, that's that's pretty much the episode. I, I covered all my topics, man. Um, it, it's, it's super fun doing this. It's super therapeutic. I love doing this. Um, I just wanted to discuss the other platforms I see doing their things out there, man. Um, huge shout out to Say It's Loud, uh, huge shout out to Plush Talk Podcast, huge shout out to, um, what are those ladies' names? Q Talks, big shout out to Q Talks, shout out to Q and, um, Sean B, um, just shout out to everybody out here doing anything, man, I just wanted to touch on that, like the Mike Vision Studios, the MVP Photos, um, Black Republic Studios. Uh, it's so much going on in Rockland County right now. It's a beautiful thing. Like, M.O.R. Apparel. We got we got so many different clothing lines. M.O.R. Apparel. Never Betray the Crown. Um, Live Free, Die Trying. Um, Live Free, I, I believe he's from um, Orange County. But still, he still affiliates himself with Downhead. And, and he's heavily involved in the VOH basketball platform. So... A big shout out to Live Free Die Trying um, Day Day. Uh, it's so many, so much going on. Um, who else is there? I, don't, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Oh my God, Rico! Um, uh, apply heavy pressure. You know what I'm saying? So it's so much going on. I'm trying to keep my eye on everything, but I can't see everything. You know, there's so there's a lot of great music out there. Um, I'm still contemplating if I'm gonna announce it. I'm not sure yet. Ah, so take that. Um, but yeah, man, I just wanted to shout out everybody in the Hudson Valley and Rockland County area doing their thing, man. Um, we got to continue to support each other. Um, continue, continue to try to get us out there. You know what I mean? What I'm trying to do here with this platform is control our narrative. Um, show them that we do have a mature side of things. Um, it's not always jokes and, and, and trolling out over here. You know what I mean? We're, we're not, we're not in that. We're not in that. We're not in that field. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to be the premier media personality of Rockland County. That's the fact. I'm not gonna sit here <laughs> and act like that isn't what I'm trying to do. So in every every episode, I'm trying to get better at what I do so I can fulfill that goal. And you know, create, continue to create, continue to create on this platform. Um, please be sure to follow me on um, Instagram. That's at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Whatever you see going on that on that page, I'm the one behind it. So please be sure to leave comments, feedback. Um, if you're trying to link up, if you're trying to get your music on here, hit me in the DMs. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Um, I'm not going to promise that it's going to be prompt because sometimes I'm in the middle of doing something. You know, like if right now, for example, I'm recording, there's probably, I probably, I probably got mad DMs that I have to get to, you know what I'm saying? Or comments that I have to get to and respond to. So, I mean, I just, 
I just wanted to touch on that. And again, please subscribe to the Onslaught Multimedia uh, channel. Um, I'm trying to get more and more subscribers. I believe once I get more and more visuals up, it'll be easier to get subscribers because people are just nosy. Like right now, like with the visual that I have up now, I, I has more views than I have subscribers. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm cool with that. Hopefully some of those viewers, after they see perhaps another visual, they'll be like, all right, you know what? I'm going to subscribe because I see there's consistency in this. People like to see consistency. They don't just want to see one video and be like, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? So what I'm hoping to do with this video portion of it is get more eyes onto the platform. And then once they see it's a weekly process, they'll be like, okay, so I'll continue to listen. And then when he has guests, I can watch the YouTube. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, a, it's a crazy plan. Um, I'm just I'm just thinking of ways to take the platform to the next level. Um, hopefully I can get a camera and you guys can actually watch me record uh, these weekly episodes. Like, you know, drop an episode every week or every other week. You know, it's it's going to be fun. You know, I'm just thinking of ways to take this platform to the new level. Um, and of course, my my other programs other than this show, um, other than um, this weekly episodic show I have right now. Um, season one just finished. Brother DSP Speaks. I got about eight installments there. Beautiful, beautiful program that I put together real quick. I just wanted to get out there and have a have a show where I could be super subjective, super opinionated on what what I felt and what I felt like talking about on that particular um, installment. That's season one. I'm not sure when season two is going to come back. Um, probably during the summer or something like that. I'll probably drop a quick four or five installments and make that season two. Um, and right now, speaking of season two, I'm on season two of the MOR VOH Basketball Experience. Um, super successful program. Um, people love it. Um, I'm getting followers from that program alone. Hopefully I can get people from that program to convert and uh, not convert, but transfer to here, transfer to this program and see how I do my thing here. But um, I like the fact that people are liking what I'm doing in that sports element because it shows me that, okay, I'm doing something right here. You know what I mean? So I got something in, in the bag, in the sports media bag. Um, and I like that. You know, and on that show, I don't curse. I keep it clean. I keep it extremely G-rated. So if if the players want to listen to it while they're driving around with their family, they can, you know, so it's great. Um, Like I said, I'm trying to do my best with this platform. And I just hope I just hope you guys uh, stick around for the ride and enjoy what I'm doing here. And um, right now we're about to get into an ad and then I'll be back to close out the show, man. We'll be right back. One. Second. Culture Wings. If you're looking for flavorful wings in the Rockland County, New York area, we've got the place for you. Give them a follow on Instagram at FTC Wings. Again, that's at FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Place your order in the DMs or give them a call at 845-200-1600. Free delivery to those who are in the Havistraw and West Havistraw area. Please be sure to vote weekly on their Instagram page for the sauce of the week. Thai chili, honey barbecue, 
Cajun, lemon pepper, and garlic parm are the weekly wing flavors. Eight piece for $7, eight piece combo for $10. 16 piece for $14, 16 piece combo for $17. 24 piece for $21, 24 piece combo for $24. An order of fries is $3, loaded fries for $5. Mozzarella sticks are also an option. Eight for $5, 16 for $10. Beverages are all $1, which includes Coke, Sprite, and water. They have catering options as well. Please be sure to use the Blast Podcast promo code to get a free order of fries. Orders are taken only on Sundays from 12 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. These wings sell out fast, so don't miss out on the opportunity to taste the best wings in Rockland County, New York. Remember the name, Culture Wings. Okay, family, I hope you truly enjoyed that episode, man. I had a blast, pun intended putting it together and and um conveying it to y'all hopefully y'all enjoyed what i was able to disseminate um i had some great topics um i mean when i say great i don't mean like everything was joyful with the topics i mean that the topics that i chose i believe it was a good mix of um good mix of current events that i got together so i hope you enjoyed the episode man i don't want to sit here and talk y'all talk to y'all forever you know how I like to do it. I like to keep it short, sweet, to the point. And so it keeps you coming back for more. You know what I mean? So once again, thank you for listening. Please be sure to uh, follow the Blast Podcast on Instagram. That's at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Please be sure to subscribe. Subscribe, 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 and turn on the post notifications to um, Onslaught multi- Multimedia. That's O-N-S-L-A-U-G-H-T. M-U-L-T-I-M-E-D-I-A Onslaught Multimedia Subscribe, turn on the post notifications Check out the February visual There's going to be another visual in March Um, I will be announcing The guests Mm, You know what? Why why wait? I'm going to announce it now Check it out Next week's guests I have the talented Marcus Charles And the talented Herb Alexander Jr. It's going to be an amazing episode. If you peeped the February visual already or listened to the conversation with Royal T and Stan Michael, um, you know how I give it up when I'm... I don't even like calling it an interview, but it's sort of interview-based because I do ask them questions and I ask them to expound on, you know, whatever they're talking about. But, like, I, I like to look at it as more as a conversation. I try to keep it organic. You know, I try to ask questions within the conversation. You know, um, but yeah, man, please be sure to check it out. The audio will be available on Sunday. I'm just not sure around what time. Um, it might be Sunday afternoon. It might be Sunday night. And the visual should be up possibly by the following Friday. So I'm super excited about this episode, man. These two guys are super talented. Um, Herb Alexander dropped Spirit Filled. Great R&B project. It's not just R&B. I got a little jazz from it. I got a little soul from it. So it's it's just great artistry. And Marcus Charles, man, that to me, he's one of the hardest working MCs from our from our county, Rockland County, New York, because he's always working, always putting something together, man. So I'm I'm super excited to have those two gentlemen on the platform. It's gonna be fun. Um, if you if you got any questions that you want me to ask them, please be sure to. Um, Shoot me a DM, and um, I'll respond. 
If it's a good question, I'll respond and be like, yo, I'm going to ask this question. If it's not a good question, I'm not going to respond. You'll probably see that I looked at it and you were left on red. So, <laughs> sorry. But if it's a crappy question, then I'm not going to ask it. I want good questions to ask these creatives. And this is your opportunity to pick their brain. Um, if you're an MC that's aspiring to, you know, get your name out there, uh, Marcus Charles is a perfect example of hard work. If you're an R&B artist trying to get your um, music out there or trying or about to make some music, Herb Alexander is a brother that busts his ass when it comes to this um, R&B shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm super excited about that. Um, I'm glad I got to announce it. I wasn't going to announce it, but I was like, you know what? Let me let me let me create some hype behind this um, upcoming episode. So, yes, my next two guests will be Marcus Charles and Herb Alexander. Super excited. Can't wait. That's going to be the next episode. I'm about to get up out of here. I'm super tired. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with Marcus Charles and Herb Alexander. Thank you all for listening. Peace.